Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big wide world. This is Helena Stanley Holstein speaking to you today from sunny Florida. Isn't that wonderful? We are now into early summer and even if you're up way up north, it's still early summer and you see greenery and you see little flowers and you are part of my world, the world I live with all through the years. Well, I am I'm so happy, you know, to be that you are in touch with me right now. And it's a very odd beginning, but just before the show started now, I had an email from someone who said, please tell me what do you have for breakfast? Did, what did you have for breakfast today? You seem to have so much energy. Yes, I do have a lot of energy. And yes, energy comes from diet an awful lot and of course your attitude so we're going to talk about the attitudes and we have that title today about avoid these four thoughts i kind of regret that i made that title like i often do with titles afterwards avoid these four thoughts you know it should be 24 or 40 or 400 or 4000 or 40,000 because that's so many thoughts out there. So I would just talk about things like everything in, in that field as much as I remember. But anyway, going back to the breakfast, what I had this morning. Yes, I first of all, all and everything I eat, if I can make that, is organic. You know, all the food, all the vegetables. And if it's Anything that comes from, from a cow, it's also grass-fed cow. That has been the origin of that. And it's not from a cow who's been out, locked up in a big building, in a little box. I feel so sorry for those animals. And, of course, they must be very, very stressed out. And that's actually one of those thoughts that I try to avoid, is not to think about how we are treating our animals because it makes me really, really upset. But anyway, so what I start with is the greenery. And it's kale or broccoli or spinach, you know, a deep green something. And with that, I have, uh, and it's steamed or, you know, or lightly boiled. I don't eat raw vegetables for myself because it doesn't agree with me. And that's the way it is with many people. You have to check out if you should have raw vegetables or steamed vegetables. So anyways, I have the vegetables, the green. And then I have um, red beet. And red beet, I wouldn't stand and cook that every day. To cook the vegetables, that's a different thing. That's quick. Do the red beets in the morning? No. It takes, like, a long time. So I cook those once a week or something. And then I save them in my refrigerator. And when the day comes for a red beet, I just take it out and I warm it up. And I serve it then with melted butter and maybe some salt or seasoning. And that's absolutely delicious. I have that with the greenery. Now I have an egg, like an omelet, 
or scrambled or whatever way I choose it to be. So that is basically what it is. And then, yes, sweet potato. And again, that takes a while to cook, but, you know, I peel it and I cut it in pieces and boil it and then I mash it. And maybe I do it each day sometimes, or maybe I just do it like I do it every other day. But sweet potato is, for me, a delicious vegetable. You should try that if you have it. It has to be organic. If it's not, it's bitter. <clears throat> you know, a couple of days ago, I was with friends, and we had lunch, and I ordered as a side dish sweet potato. And they said they had done it in a certain way. So I thought, oh, yes, I cooked my sweet potatoes in a certain way, and it's absolutely delicious. The secret is that, of course, you use it because I like butter. And, you know, it's not that bad for you that they have made you believe. So with the right, you know, fat, and I have olive oil also a lot when I cook, but butter and olive oil, I actually mix that in my frying also, those two together, and that works very well. That gives a very good balanced fat for us. So these are the things, you know, the sweet potato, if you find out more about it, you find out this is one of the best things you can eat for your system, and it gives you more energy, and it kind of balances your sugar in the body as well. So try that if you haven't tried it before. It's a very, very good vegetable, too. And I know I have many Asian listeners or many Asian uh, or many listeners in Asia, I would say. And uh, I know in Asia, people like sweet potato. At least that's what I've been told. <laughs> so order it or buy it, you know, when you see it around. So that is it. So now, going back to those thoughts that we shouldn't have in our minds too much. And of course, I'm going back to negative thoughts. And I take a big sigh. Yeah, which one should you avoid? There are too many to mention here. What I noticed with people, and of course that goes in general, don't ever put a limit on yourself. And don't don't be too angry for too long. And don't have this grief and, and sorrow in you like forever, because some people do. And learn how to forgive. You know, that's another big thing. And don't live in the past. You know, so those are in general thoughts that you should think about. So, and I spoke to a member of my family a young member of my family the other day, and we were in disagreement because she felt that if she had been badly treated, you know, she had to go back and treat that somehow in herself and kind of analyze it. And I said something, you don't know to analyze your problem. You know the problem. You know what hurt you and who hurt you. Now, Get over it. And that was my exact piece of advice. And she didn't like it all. No, she didn't want to get over it. And this is the thing that I tell you all. 
if you want to stay in the past, you will have trouble moving forward. Please don't stay in the past. And how often do I feel that spouses who have been mistreated by their spouse, let's say a woman who, well, I I can say this, that so many cases women have been speaking to me because their husbands uh, kind of ran off with another woman, for instance. Now this is all they seem to think about. They put it in their heads and what disrespected this was for me because how could they do such a thing? Everything that we had in common and children and everything, and then he does this to me. I never was. And they feel deeply hurt, very, very hurt deep down in their souls, and of course they do. And I say, you know, yes, it's terrible. Now, after you start to heal, you know, because part of the healing is to move forward, then learn how to just move forward so you can leave it all behind. Oh, no, but all that we had, I cannot leave that behind. No, keep all the good stuff, you know, keep all the good ideas. Keep all the good experiences. I say the same thing all the time, don't I? Move forward. I'm not the only healer to say so, or the only minister, or the only anyone to say so, because that's the new way of doing it. I know in the old days, psychologists said, oh, we have to get over it. We have to treat the problem, and we have to make you feel that you have gotten over your problem, and blah, blah, blah. No, you don't need to analyze the darkness or the problem. Just move forward. It's not an insult or any feeling or disrespect to you or for you if you do so. It's just respecting you more. You will respect you more if you move forward and start to look ahead. And another thing is stop the blame game. I have this. And poor mothers, we are trying so hard, aren't we? And then you have a grown child years later who cannot go back and blame their mother for something, particularly boys. I don't know why it is. I haven't heard too many ladies complain about their mother, although I know that women have more problems with their mothers than than maybe the men do. But when the men start with that, oh, my mother didn't listen to me, and this and that. And one thing I can say for sure, which I've seen, boys need love. You know, it's not that they are tough. They have been put in the place that they have to be tougher than girls. They're not, really. Boys are very sensitive inside of them. You just have to look at them the right way. That boys are very... Women are complicated. Girls are complicated. Boys are not that complicated. When they're boys, they actually need the love and light very much. They need their arms around them. They need that 
the understanding from their mothers and their fathers, my goodness, yes. And that's what they may be seeking all their lives, to get that understanding and love from their father. But the father has never been taught that. So I don't know how I came into this, but this is such a big thing because I get that from men coming me that they blame their mothers for their unhappiness today. And then we talk about it a bit and it goes back to they didn't get their love. They didn't get that understanding. They were treated like tough men and they're not. I think society is doing that to the males. And, you know, I make a big difference between the male and the females many times. But what is one thing? We all need that love and light when we are small. Not only the girls, you know, which we think is the case. No, the boys need it as well. And boys are easy to please as little beings. They are like puppies. (laughs) They are... You know, girls are more independent. So, but we all need that love and light. So that is something we should kind of remember also. So your past, don't live with your past in today's world. And don't play that blame game, whoever it is that you're blaming. And yes, of course, then it's this thing, all those children who have been abused, I mean, really abused by male family members or visited to the family. It's so extraordinarily common. It has happened so much with so many people. And yes, we need to start from the beginning and give these people, these boys or girls, love and light and just so they start to respect themselves again. So the respect doesn't start from others. The respect starts from you. And now you have your angels on your side all the time. You have God and your angels on your side all the time. No one has abandoned you, ever. So this is what it is. You know, Years ago, and I know many of my listeners would remember him, there was someone called Rodney Dangerfield. He was a stand-up comedian. He was actually a very talented man, but he had this kind of show that he really had. uh, He traveled with it all over the world, and he called it, I get no respect. And they made all those jokes about, oh, I get no respect. And he stood there, he kind of adjusted his tie and his suit, and he looked very nervous because it was all an act. He made millions playing on this game, I get no respect. And people loved it because I think people recognized themselves in that act. And so, yeah, this is the way it is. And now they could laugh at themselves. And that's one thing that you have to begin to do, to laugh at yourself. You know, for you to be happy, you are the main participant. It's all about you. Yes, you want to be happy, then you have to play that part. It's not that anyone else owes it to you 
even if they hurt you before, you owe it to yourself, and you know you will do a better job. Yes, if you need to go some, to someone, do. And I've had many who have, we have, they started with me, and they have kind of had a few sessions, and they were soon on that path forward. So it's just, don't live in the past and dwell into those old feelings of abandonment or disrespect or whatever it was. Move away from that. Forgive yourself and forget whoever did whatever to you. And I say very often, yes, use the light. Send light to those people. And then when people say, no, I don't want to send him in the light. He doesn't deserve it. And I said, it's for you. If you send the darkness light, you will see that this, what you saw as the darkness will start to light up for you, within you. So it's very, very important that you think about you first. It's odd somehow. It's almost selfish to, to make yourself well you know, on your own. But you have the ability to do that. So also... When you start to have all those problems, uh, you know, when someone has hurt you or, or, or you just have been disappointed in something that's happened to you, how can you work against that? Through these programs, I always say, make a list, write it down. I said one time after the other because this is the way I have dealt with it. And I have had so many problems in my life. Sometimes I felt I got, got so much more of it than other people, than my friends and whoever was out there. Why do I have to get all this happening to me? Well, because I needed the schooling. That's the best school when you have to go through something on your own. You don't really learn from the books except for the written word. But you don't learn much of the own initiative or how to react and what the reaction, the human reaction might be. It's all theory and it sits there one page after the other. And that's old-fashioned teaching. No, be modern. Start to act, you know, get over it. Fly with the light and see what you really would like to have out of life. So uh, then is this thing that we have the fear, and we all know that fear stops us from everything. And in happiness, there are those who are almost fearful of happiness, of success. And then they almost sabotage themselves for that. I had a lady who was going to, a young lady who was going to do her driver's license. And she knew how to drive. But everyone else had a driver's license. And now it was her turn. And she just self-sabotaged herself. Just not managing to pass the test because she was just getting nervous and afraid of success that was 
the hand of her. Well, eventually she passed, but this is how it is. I myself have this thing, fear about exams. <laughs> I, don't, I know so much, but I so have this almost fear of succeeding with the, you know, oh, did I read everything? Or do I, did I remember everything? And I'm brilliant in photographic memory. I can just go through a whole book, page after page. But then I have this, oh, no, or maybe I will not, because everyone else acts like it, more or less. So then you follow that negative energy. So don't follow the trend of negativity. You know, negativity is an incredible energy. It's very, very, very powerful. It is also very, very, very contagious. I call this, you know, an energy virus. It spreads out all over. And that's why, you know, we have seen an example of this in the world with the fear people had of this COVID, which was not, you know, the mortality rate was 0.001 or something like this. And still that was the big going factor out there. Oh, you might die. Well, you might die from drinking too much water or drinking too much beer or drinking too much alcohol as well. You know, there's so many things out there that are dangerous. But you see, we are so apt to listening to that energy virus out there. And that is why during hurricanes in Florida, they have what they call a phone number, which is called rumor control. And people can call up and say, what is true now? We hear all these rumors. And media was helping, of course. As soon as you get a hurricane warning, I know in Miami I lived there long enough, so... As soon as you get a hurricane warning in Miami, you see media showing people putting up protection for their windows so they go to Home Depot and buying all these boards and all that, all the tapes or whatever, just to secure their home. And once you go over to Home Depot, well, everything is like normal. No one is there yet. But we have this hype out there. And for non-American listeners, Home Depot is a chain of supermarkets focusing on merchandise for the home, for building. It's a great store, by the way. <laughs> there it goes. So I can go on and talk about it. what else should you do to get over those four thoughts that come to you of the fear, of the anger, of the grief, of the feeling of poverty. That's another thing. And disrespect. So don't do anything because of lack of money. And don't do anything because it gives you money. Money is very, very important in our society. And you need it, unfortunately, for just about everything. But it's not your God. Don't make it your God. And that is the thing in our civilization on this planet Earth that we put the materialistic value, the money bit, we put that first 
and we give that power to people who say they have money. Money is easy. Easy come, easy go. It's an energy. It can come, but you know, I've been there myself. It can disappear overnight. But you can also get it back overnight. This is an amazing thing, but it's never, never your God. And still what you have to put first in your life is love and light. Your health is number one. You know that. Everyone knows that who has been very, very sick or who has chosen life over death. And now I talk about another thing. <clears throat> another thing. You know, you go to a doctor and a doctor may say, you know, this could be cancer. We have to check this out more. And you have to blah, 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 all those bits of advice that you're getting. Now I know those who get so terrified and they immediately sit down and write a new will and they immediately kind of look at life is over and they tell everyone around them and everyone around them they feel sorry and upset and you know they, they're touched and now without realizing it you are building up this negative energy within you and now it's so much harder to get away from that. And I have just heard it from those who have been diagnosed with maybe it could be, you know, be cancer. But there is no definite answer for that. But it's never what you have to make your God. And how do you get away from that? And this is exactly what I've said time after time yet again. You put that first, what you want. I sent that text to a friend of mine who just had, oh, I'm so scared, you are going to do the test. I'm so scared it might turn out this way. And I texted her back and said, well, you put in your mind what you want. Get rid of those negative feelings. Oh, this might be the case. Well, don't even admit it in your thoughts. And this is the secret, having a better life. Put in your mind, because your mind is very, very important. It listens to your thoughts. It listens to your doubt. It listens to your tears, your fears. Your mind listens to everything and send, will send that, all those thoughts to your subconscious mind. And now, in your subconscious mind, you start to build up all this darkness. And that is how you start to build up negative power within you. So please, now you know what is the reason why things are not going well for you. It might be in your mind. We have this supernatural power within us, but it listens to you. Not the but, it listens to you, I would say, and it listens to your thought feelings. It doesn't matter if those thoughts are negative or positive. 
It listens to your negative feelings as well. And if you have mostly negative feelings, that is what is going to build up within you. And that is what's going to spread out all over you. It's simply a healing technique not to recognize the darkness, but to put love and light first. And that is what I write about in my book and that people actually like so much. And I say this to everyone who has bought my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. Don't ever lend it to others. You will not get it back. Now buy it and now keep it on your table, you know, bedside table or some table in the house where you from time to time can just open any page. When you feel you want an answer to something, open up the page. And so many have written me saying, my God, I got exactly the answer I was looking for in your book. I just opened up the page just like that with my question in my mind and there was the answer and this is what this book is meant to do this is what I do because the information is channeled it's not theory everything in that has happened in truth and then I got the channeled information in between the real happenings and that is but it's so wonderful with this power. It listens to us. When you're asking for things, it comes to you. But if you have those negative thoughts in your mind and in your speech a lot, then this is what fills up your mind. Our previous president in this country kept on calling everyone he didn't like a loser. And he was a loser, and she was a loser, and he did it all, and he did it all. And it went on like this, how everyone else was a loser. I didn't like that. I didn't need to listen to that. I didn't want this to be the energy of this wonderful country. So I disconnected it and disconnected it. And this is what it is with negative information. Don't listen to it. It's very hard these days with all the, you know, that goes on in the news. And we all feel for, for those people in Ukraine and in Ukraine. But we have almost given up to pray for them because it's so ongoing and ongoing. But no, we shouldn't. We should keep on sending love and light to Ukraine and uh, and just hope and pray that everything go well. I have heard several people in other countries outside the United States who, of course, they have listened to all that's happened in this country with all the shootings and no one can understand how this is allowed to happen. No one understands it. And I hear one thing particularly often where people say in another country, they say, 
In America, you always say, bless you, or I pray for you, or I will make this, you know, possible for you. I pray for you and so on and bless you and may God bless you and may God look after you. And then you shoot your kids and you don't do anything to change it. And this is, you know, what I'm saying. This is a negative energy that lies over this country, that there's something that needs to be changed. It's wonderful that we send prayers to others and wish everyone well and ask God, you know, to be with us. I think it's absolutely beautiful. But then, you know, sometimes God's power sits at the end of your hand. And that's also what I want to say, that to make a remedy with whatever is negative in your life, maybe part of it is that you have to start doing something. This thing about starting something is very, very hard. You know all the rules. You know how to do it. And it's not doing it. It's how to start this something. How do I start this? How do I start my new life? How do I start my education? How do I start making money? How do I start getting wet? And it always goes back to that, goes back to that, goes back to you, to your inner self, to that power within you called I am the light. Yes. Now be grateful. Always find a reason for being grateful. And if you have problems of some kind, go for a walk. Go outside if you can. Or if it's nighttime, do some exercises in your house, at home. Or, you know, always say, go where you see moving water. Water is in a movement, not necessarily in a little pond, but if there's wind, there's a movement in that pond. Water is very, very energizing. Or take a shower. (laughs) You know, taking a shower where you have this moving water and imagine that this moving water is shiny light that comes over you and start to enjoy that moment of togetherness with this moving energy of positivity because this is what water is. And speed, you know, to be in the movement, to be in the speed. That's why I say exercises are good for you. And if you cannot go out for a walk, stand up. And walk in front, you know, walk in the spot, in front of your TV. I've done that many times. And it makes me feel so much better if it's too hot outside or it's raining outside, depending, of course, where I am or too cold outside. So we have ways to do things to embellish our lives. We're now going to do a little healing meditation. And as you know, 
it's always together with the light. And this is how I sit and tune in in the moment. So you begin to relax and relax and relax. You take a deep, deep breath. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper down to that place within you that knows all and sees all. And that is inner. I am the light energy. This is your truth. That place is your first commandment. The place that is there for you. It shines. It is in a movement. It is in a rotation. So that is why you have to go along with it. And move forward in your thoughts. Move forward with feelings of action. Of love. Or life. Your eyes are closed. Your whole body is so relaxed. And now way up high above you, there is a source of light, of love and light. And this is the loving light of the whole universe. And there is a connection between you and that loving light in the sky. It resides within you, in your chest area. And you feel that now. It's strong. It's powerful. And you send wishes of love to that place within you. And you relax your whole body. And you look up in the sky. And you see that light, how it has grown and grown. It's like it's taking over the whole sky above you. And you almost feel you are in a oneness with that sky of light. It's like you're lifted up in the sky. But now you realize it's a big, big, wide ray of light that is coming down over you from above and reconnects you with the power of the universe. And you take a deep breath and it goes further and further and further and further and further and further down. And you're so relieved now because you feel you are not alone. You have company. You have a friend and that friend lives within you. Yes, it lives within you right now. You smile. You feel you want to move forward. You are curious about your future. And you know there's 
so much up there ahead of you. And now suddenly you feel that sparkle of curiosity in you. You want to know. You wish to know. Yes, where can I go? I'm curious. I want to find out. And as the light is protecting you, you can now move forward towards those new goals of yours. Positive goals. Loving goals. And now suddenly there is another big ray of light that's coming down over you. It goes into your head, into your thoughts. It goes into your shoulders, cleanses your shoulders away and off any old burdens. You feel good about you. You feel better and better and better and better about you. Because you now know that you are never, never alone. You are not alone. You have your own I am with you all the time. It's that source of light. And that is what it means to be created in the image of God. Because God is that light, that loving light, Light, the love of love and light that resides within you. And all you have to do is to connect with that love and light. And you take a big, big sigh of relief. How you know that life is for you. Life is not against you. Life is there for you. It is there for you. It's a wonderful feeling just to know that you will never be alone anymore. All you have to do is to put that love and light first in your life. Yes, you put that first. And light is shining through you. You feel it throws away all and any darkness. Your body is beginning to fill up with light. Goes into your spine. It straightens out your neck and your spine. And your shoulders are in balance. And you feel strong. You feel empowered. Yes, you feel really strong. And now, begins to come to the end of our session together. So when I count to seven, now you open your eyes again. Number one, number two, number three, number four, 
number five, number six, and now number seven, you open your eyes again and feel wonderful about you. I am Helena Steiner Hornstein. Write me if you want to have a session with me at Dr. Helena Info DR for Dr. Helena Info short for information at yahoo.com or go to my website findingyourinnerlight.com or body soul connection.com soul is written s o u l body soul connection.com and that's where you can listen to my shows again and again thank you so very much and we see each other soon again keep in touch with you thank you all thank you everyone bye bye